Hello, and welcome to Let's Talk More Monkey, the Archie McPhee podcast. I'm David Well, the director of Awesome here at Archie McPhee, and today I'll be talking to Shauna Danger, the high priestess of rubber chickens, about new products in 2021. It's been a year since we discussed new products. <laughs> so weird. I know. What a year. What a year. Uh, we should address the elephant in the room, which is the lack of... Scott. Elephants in the room. <laughs> the lack of elephant. Wait, are you calling Scott Heff no, an never. elephant? Only yeah. because he has a good memory. I, that's true. He does have a good memory. But um, he is not here. No. So we have to call attention to that fact because he was such a big part of the podcast. I know we miss him. He moved away. He did. And for good reasons. Yes. Not bad reasons. We're still friends. He wasn't run out of town on a rail. <laughs> By, um, you know, I don't know. Who would be his enemy? <laughs> I don't know who would be half enemy. I don't people think he really has rails anymore. Wow, <laughs> railroad engineers. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, anyway, so we do miss half, um, and uh, we hired a new designer, mm-hmm. Angela. Yep. And she's doing a good job, and she actually uh, had a hand in some of the products that yeah. we will be talking about today, which is great. Um, in fact, the first thing she did when she started here was draw the possum for our possum air freshener. Yes, she did a good job. <laughs> she did a good job. So it's in a different style than any of our other air fresheners. Um, it's adorable. It is adorable. It's a cute little uh, possum playing dead, uh, kind of laying sideways, and it uh, smells like banana peels. <laughs> Which was an interesting touch. Very, that's one of those like behind the scenes type of touches. Well, yeah, because we had a list of uh, scents that we knew what they already smelled like. And uh, it's been difficult to get weirder scents. So we had to like pick one of them and then come up with a reason for why that's the scent. Uh, so we were like, he slept on a banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Uh, it is true. But, uh, yeah, and then that actually got us on the uh, Boing Boing Banana gift list for it, too, because it smelled like banana, so it was fortuitous. (laughs) Good thing we picked bananas. It's so obvious. Otherwise, it would have been a disaster. I know. Um, Another air freshener that we did recently was the new I Believe in Bigfoot air freshener, which is beautiful. Yes. Based around uh, some of the artwork that... Uh, Hef did for the poster. Yep. The, or the puzzle. For that the we puzzle, did. for the, we've got the, oh, I guess we're going to probably talk about it too. We've got the auto shade. Yep. The um, auto but shade. They're all in that beautiful, it's sort of Bigfoot in a sort of a moonscape. Yeah. Would you call it sort of a I sunset would. Bigfoot um, where he's walking walking along in the meadows near Mount Rainier? I'm, I'm a friend of Bigfoot and I appreciate when he's in kind of his contemplative. Mood in mm-hmm. the gloaming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Thank you for saying gloaming. Yeah, you're welcome. It's, I appreciate it. That's a good time for Bigfoot, too, because, you know, he's right in that, that middle ground between man and beast. And it is that weird dusky time when you're not sure what you're seeing. Yeah. So it's perfect for Bigfoot. It is good. And well, as you, since you brought it up, we should say we do have a Bigfoot sunshade. Yes. Uh, which uh, Roger at the store is very excited about because it features the Wallingford Beast as well. Yes, which is another sort of inside joke because the Wallingford Beast is only seen at the store in its little in its little plexiglass cage. Yeah. You uh, can send it gifts, though, by the way. So feel free to send the <laughs> yeah. Wallingford Beast gi- gifts. It's so true. The, 
<laughs> the um, the Wallingford Beast actually gave us shade about the Bigfoot puzzle because it included other crypto creatures, That's but right. not the Wallingford Beast. So he was the Wallingford Beast tweeted that he liked to congratulate all his friends for being included on the puzzle. <laughs> And I was like, oh, ouch. Ouch. The Wallingford Beast Twitter is something to behold. I love that Twitter I account. love that Twitter, too. I know. I He's got a lot of personality. He does, and he's not afraid to use it. <laughs> it's so true. But he, so the Beast is included on the Bigfoot Sunshade, Wait. along with the Loch Ness Monster, Mothman, mm-hmm. aliens, like the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. It's all Butterflies. There. Butterflies, all those freaks Ooh, of nature. It's getting weird. <laughs> it's getting weird up in here. Um, but I would say the product that probably most exemplifies 2021 for me is the uh, emotional support chicken. Yes. From a suggestion by Pepper, my wife. Uh, Pepper, good thinking. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's a squawking chicken with a red vest. Because I have other emotional support ideas, and she said, you should just do the chicken. And I was like, you're probably right. And uh, it uh, it's pretty cute in his little red vest. Um, and if you hug him, he squawks. Should I do it? I'll sure. do it away a little bit far from oh, the mic. Okay. I'm hugging it. Oh, he's so and adorable. And he's giving me emotional support. He is. You can lean on him, and he squawks. Yep. It's super cute, and the vest is amazing. It's super cute. Although some people say he looks a little bit like he works at Target. (laughs) Well, I mean, sometimes people at Target give emotional support over over near the dressing room, really. Yeah. Sometimes you have to give emotional support to the people working at Target. Yeah, we all need it sometimes (laughs) in retail. It's so true. Um, You know, and one of my other favorite uh, things that we got in this year was um, ants. Yeah, and can you say that one more time? Ants. Yeah, so it's not ants with a period. It's ants with an exclamation point. That's right, and the <laughs> the reason being that uh, we wanted to distinguish them from regular ants, but not be as literal as we usually are, because usually we would say giant ants or big ants, and instead we just said ants, and they're, they're nice. I'd say they're sort of artful ants. They are artful ants, yeah, because a lot of the... We, when we talked about doing these ants, we were talking about how terrible most fake ants actually are. Because mm-hmm. we used to have really good, like, literal-sized ants. Yes. Like, the size of ants. But anything you get for, like, a Halloween or anything like that, they're just kind of crappy. Might as well be a bed bug. Could be any bug. Yeah. Really. It's just some little bug. These ants are great, and they fit into the palm of your hand. There's a brown, let's see, brown, black, and orange. Or red. I guess red ants. Yeah, they're red ants. They're sort of an orangey red. An orangey red. Um, and uh, they look great if you line them up in a row. Like, you can definitely <laughs> tell that they're ants. And they're they're great uh, leaning up against a cereal box or, uh, you know, nibbling on a picnic. Yeah, I mean, the picnic is the classic. That's for big picnics, though. Yeah, that's not for any weeny tiny picnic <laughs> it's not for finger sandwiches it's no. for like <laughs> sub sandwiches yeah when you're having like a giant sub sandwich outdoors <laughs> like you do like you do yeah i don't know that didn't really go anywhere that's fantastic though they're great <laughs> they're great ants. i love them ants i love the ants too well what's your favorite product have we already covered uh, it no but i don't know if we want to go right to it do we should we talk about 
Our favorite, my favorite new product, it's going to be the same as one of your favorite oh, new that's products. Fine. Okay, so my favorite new product is the possum driving the peanut car. Oh, yeah, possum in a peanut. What a, oh. what a concept. What a lovely object it is. This is one where it was discussed, and I kind of thought it would never happen. I didn't think it would be able to be as glorious as it is. I just didn't think it would be able to... I didn't think it would be able to come off as well as it does. I know. It's so right there. It's so good. And it's a peanut car with a steering wheel and a little possum with his little grimacy face going forward. And it's a pullback, so you can also race it. And, you know, we even put on our bullet on our uh, bulletin board over here when we got it, dreams do come true. It's right, because um, we had drawn what the package would look like on a whiteboard. And then the whiteboard just stayed stayed the same for a long time as we worked on it. And then dreams do come true, written above it after it came in. And it is a lovely object. And so is the the pug and a peanut um, also. Like, you just imagine these guys uh, driving across a little country <laughs> lane. Yep. Uh, you know, with, in the gloaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They gloam. They totally yeah. gloam. And um, you should talk about what Nadia from the store uh, oh. did though okay so Nadia so so Nadia made a a um, beautiful diorama for, for basically a road for them to drive on for photo ops and by the way she used this crazy static grass oh it's crazy oh man so you put you spray down this stuff and do this grass and you put this little static uh gun thing on yeah. it and it makes the grass stand up on its end like real grass it's incredible yeah so it's she made so this weird. whole yeah. world um that they can drive around in and with tr- it has trees and little um little subtle little signs and all kinds of and stuff stream stream and then that was the store theme for halloween was uh, Halloween in Critter Country, and so she took that small thing and made it into the whole store. And Which was she, oh, it's so good, uh, completely with photo ops of I know the with the tractor with Frank and Bebo, and it's it's just its own little world, Critter Country. Farmer Frank and Bebo. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Farmer Frank and Bebo. But um, if you uh, got our catalogs, or if you go to the product pages for the Pug and Possum and a Peanut, you can see pictures of them in. Uh, that landscape, that perfect little uh, landscape. Your alliteration has gone crazy. <laughs> well, it's I hard not it. to because the products are already uh, so P forward. Yes, they are P forward. <laughs> <laughs> but that but, is, those are favorites of the year for sure. Favorites yeah. of the decade, I'd say. Yeah, I, I'd say so. And one of my favorites from this year is the... Um, Probably not my favorite favorite, but is the gnome squirrel feeder. Oh, yeah. Uh, just because um, I love our squirrel feeders anyway. I think when people send us pictures, they're hilarious. Yes. And the gnome is uh, the first human head that we've, human-like head. Mm-hmm. Gnomes are not humans. No. I have to correct myself. Um, human-like one. And it, it is perfect for a garden because you already expect gnomes in your garden (laughs) this is just a gnome with a very furry body (laughs) yeah it's a really good one and it's so perfectly done and i i know i've told you before but i really love his juicy lips (laughs) i know well we should say since we're in the podcast that we could get a little little dirt the first version 
that we got of the gnome was a little too kissable. Too kissable. I know. Now it's the right amount, but that one was too luscious. He's still kissable. Don't get us wrong. It's not like you're going to look at him and go, I would never kiss that gnome. But the other one, it was like he had just liberally applied uh, lip gloss. Yeah. And it was pursing his lips like, huh? Huh? Give <laughs> us a was, kiss. Yeah, give us a kiss. And, uh, you know, and then he hugged you with his little squirrel claws. Because <laughs> he has a squirrel body. Of course he does. <laughs> but um, I, I, I think that one, that one's going to be a big hit. It makes, me, it makes me laugh every time I see it. Yeah, I was pulling orders in uh, mail order yesterday, and I, I pulled quite a few of them. And every time I was just laughing. It was just funny. And I looked at those lips. Oh. Well, speaking of uh, pulling orders, yes. I, I uh, we put up our super awesome show today. Yes, and um, I looked to see what the number one selling item was, and it was Santa Possum by a mile, because I think because you and I push so hard that if people want the Santa Possum ornament, they need to buy it as quickly as possible because it's going to sell out. So it seemed like it caused a bit of a rush. Oh. Excellent. That's good to know. People are yeah. listening to us. We're not kidding either. It is going to be gone. I'm actually kind of worried because I haven't bought mine yet for my tree. So oh. I don't want to be that fool. Oh, Shauna. I know. <laughs> I know. It's so foolish. <laughs> Shauna has a possumless Christmas. Oh, we'll we'll blame it on terrible. everybody else. Plus, I love that possum so much. And it's glittery. And, and we're kind of in this po- strange possum world. I don't know how we landed on so, in such a great place. Like, we're into possums, and it seems like people are responding well to them. Yeah, possums are possums are kind of a weird, invisible animal because yeah. they're all over the place. But since they're nocturnal and ugly and yeah. a little scary, it's not like anyone gets to hang out with possums. Mm-hmm. But the internet has really exploded the possum world. Yeah. There's even a Twitter account called uh, I think it's called Possum Every Hour, where you get a picture of a possum once an hour. Wow, possum every hour. Yeah, that's a lot of possums. I think I might need to check that out. Yeah, so, <laughs> but there, the possum world is exploding. <laughs> and speaking of exploding possums, um, <laughs> we have also the stress possum, which is that's a right. possum head that you squeeze. And I think you kind of talked about this a minute ago, that our theme is sort of, we have the emotional support chicken and we have the stress possum. It's obviously self-care and self-comfort and uh, trying to get through everything, right? So um, the possum really helps. The possum does help. (laughs) The possum's helped me through many difficult times in the last year, which is great. And you know what helps Steve Q? The stress werewolf. I know. Werewolf, because it's... Should we talk about that? Yeah, of course. I I was just going to say that's slightly disappointing to me. Yeah. It is slightly disappointing. It's such a great concept. Because we, uh, Q and I, I don't remember which one of us was was talking about it, but doing a weir a werewolf uh, stress ball, and then one of us said, "Well, it should be strawberry scented." And so, so we were like, "Strawberry scented werewolf sounds like the best." 60s band from like the Nuggets box set. Yeah. You know, and we were like, oh, we really want that. And and now it came in and it vaguely smells of strawberries. Yeah, we can't even advertise it so it smells of strawberries. And no. we were, that was kind of the biggest deal about it was the strawberry scent. So now it's a cool stress werewolf with that will the scent will remind you of strawberries vaguely. <laughs> If Which, you really focus. If you focus and think about strawberries while you're smelling, you'll be like, I guess they're right. It kind of is in that area. 
But the funny thing about it is if you didn't know that, it's a totally cool stress werewolf. It's it is a, a totally cool werewolf. stress werewolf. It's the same price as the other one, so you're not losing out. But it's just the it's just the people in the know know and I know. I, that was just... I'm sorry. That's all right. <laughs> Maybe I'll cheer you up with our happy oxalotls. Those happy oxalotls are peppy. I have one in my car. Which color did you select? Pink. There's four. Pink on pink? Pink on oh, pink. Oh, that's my favorite color, too. Yeah, they're they're really cool. They're just little figures of oxalotls with a... As oxalotls do, they have a smile on their face. Um so I there isn't that much to say about them mm-hmm. except I really like them. They're just them. So super, they're super cute. And if you ever see the display box, each one has a name that starts with the letter X. Ooh, can you pronounce all of them? Uh, I can't remember them. Savy, Zena, Zyla, and Xavier. Okay. Do I say the X on all of them? Xyla or Zyla? I don't know. I don't know. That's why I said I didn't pronounce them because I'm like I I didn't look up. I'm in too deep. <laughs> Okay. I was like, I don't know if, what that is. But they're really, really cute and, and pretty oxalotls. And they're called happy oxalotls for a reason. Okay. Yeah. So I think my true favorite new product of the year. <laughs> There's so many favorites. My well, real, my true, all the other ones were. Mm-hmm. My topper favorite product yes. is the Finger Crows. Oh, oh, I know. You are the crow master. That's yeah. why. Oh, well, we've talked about this on the podcast before, too, about you and your crow world. Yeah, I love crows. Yeah. Um, we feed the crows uh, when we go out for our walks. And these crow finger puppets are are very cool. Um, each one is slightly different because the wings are bent slightly differently. Mm-hmm. But they're all swooping crows with their dangly talons down below them. Uh, we have a great picture on the website of the finger crows going after some peanuts, which I really enjoy. Um, I caught you feeding the crows peanuts yesterday. Uh, you did. <laughs> you, they had just given the call out. So, like, I was standing in the middle of the parking lot, and then all of a sudden, like, you heard the call go out, and then crows just started surrounding me, and you were like, oh. You, it was like you walked in at a private moment. I did. It was. I thought, oh, should I be here for this? <laughs> I'm glad I was, though. <laughs> but it was a lot of crows. Well, also, you have sort of two crow armies. One is at work and one is at home. That's right. And the crow <laughs> army here at work is really the work of uh, Jody and Jen. Um, I'm just a, a carbuncle on the side of their crow army up here. My home one is the one that 8 o'clock every morning, sharp, they are there waiting for their peanuts. Although they were very confused by the whole time change. Oh, there. yeah. Yeah, the animals don't like the time change, nor do the people. No. And you, uh, and I know you do that thing where you drip them be- along behind, like you drip a peanut as you walk, and people oh, yeah. look at you like, what is going on as yeah. crows follow you down the street? <laughs> I know. We have one woman who stopped us the other day, and she was like, I'm on to you. I saw your peanuts. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. And then she asked us if our uh, peanuts were uh, roasted or unroasted, because I guess somebody was oh. giving unroasted peanuts, and the squirrels buried them in her garden, and they, she grew like little peanut plants. What? Yeah. I never thought of whether they're roasted or unroasted. They're roasted? The, the, ours are roasted, yeah. Oh. But somebody was giving, I don't know Raw. who has unroasted peanuts, but somebody was giving out unroasted peanuts. And she grew a peanut tree. Or, or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, peanut, peanut plant. plant. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. What so, a strange story. So, But I love those little uh, finger crows. They're very yeah. sweet. Um, and they've sold really well, yeah. too. So and you're not the only one who loves them. No, and we have the um, finger bats, too. Yes. That's our second 
winged finger puppet, which um, it's adorable as well if you're into bats. And I think the big, uh, so they're big winged bats, and then they also are like a kind of a neat brown color. Yeah. So they actually have a different, they have a bit more of a realistic look to them because of, yeah. They're not just a black vampire bat like you see at a Halloween store. No, much like very subtle. much like the ants. <laughs> it's hard yes. to get a good a good bat. And these are yes. these are good bats. Yeah, very good bats. I'm and um, I really like our our finger puppet line because it is a good mix of um, our style, but they're not entirely unrealistic either. Right. They're right in the middle. And we're very we're big sticklers about the details. <laughs> we're sticklers. <laughs> and well as, as since we're talking about finger puppets, the finger possums. Yeah, finger possums. They're also, amazing. Also also with their snaggly teeth. Pink tail. Pink tail and amazing. Oh, the, finger the, raccoons. Finger raccoons. You know, not, finger meerkats. Finger meerkats. They're all here, little peaky meerkats and garbage thieving raccoons. <laughs> they're they're all around us, Shauna. There's <laughs> totally. so many of them. I know. Another thing from earlier in the year that I almost forgot was even released this year were the uh, bandanas that we did. Yes. Because we did a monster bandana and a Bigfoot bandana. Yeah. And uh, the monster bandana, if you're a Steve Q fan, uh, he designed the monsters on there. Yeah. Scott King did the layout. And Bigfoot features our traditional walking Bigfoot mm-hmm. um, in four places, and they're kind of, the monster one I kind of like because it is kind of its own um, Halloween costume as well. Because you, if you want to wear it in your face, you can kind of decide which one of the monsters you want to hang down yes. in front. Um, it also features crows. Yes, yes, yeah, I know that was your, so, I'm guessing that was your addition. Um, actually, no. I think somebody was like, "Ooh, David will like oh, this." Oh, they did it for you. Yeah, they oh, often often they're like, "I find crows are added into things now," and it's like the uh, goldfish in a bubble. Yes, they're like, "Ooh, it's like they an extra thing to make me like it." They'll be like, "Oh, David will like it." Yes, absolutely. I would. <laughs> um, yeah, I love those bandanas. They're super cool, and of course, they work for you know, you wear it over your face. You can tie it like at a camp, you know, at a little camp out or whatever. It's very You can tie cute. it in a knot. You can tie it in a bow. Oh. <laughs> They're right there. Mm-hmm. They are right there. Meditating mushrooms. Yes. So these are really a cool little item. Sort of in the, the so we've, we've sort of been doing more of these little just figurines that are sort of this so, soft-ish um, plasticky stuff. And so like the oxalotls are made of that. And then also, um, these meditating mushrooms that are sitting in a cross-legged position and they, they have a little gray tush. Little, I know they're little tushy, little mushroom tushy. <laughs> and, um, they have a red cap or a green cap. Yeah. I love these too. The, the kind of the thought we had for those was to be kind of the the kind of thing you would get in a blind box, but you can choose which one right. you want instead of them being in a blind box. So. And they have sort of this magical sort of quality, like you would come across it somewhere thinking it was a mushroom, and then it you look closer and it's a little person. I know it's I I like this. I like I have one at home right next to my meditating Bigfoot. Yeah, because I'm like oh they, those two they're kind of serene. Yes, they give me Very the same calm. kind of meditative quality. Yeah, which I like. Yeah, because right you're a groovy guy. I'm a groovy guy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like you're making fun of me. I'm not. Never. <laughs> never. Um, so we also have a Zen Bigfoot. Oh, which right. Which is um, kind of combining the, the 
meditative thing and a garden item, and it's polystone. Uh, and he he's he's sitting there cross-legged, showing off his massive feet, which. <laughs> That's the, the key to Bigfoot, showing off those massive feet. Yes. And he's got his eyes closed, which I think that was kind of a cool um, change was that I, the idea of adding closed eyes to, to Bigfoot. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. And it, he definitely looks calmer because we did it with the eyes open and it didn't look <laughs> Just as Just like good. he's staring at you. <laughs> Yeah, so we, that one's there's Zen Bigfoot and staring Bigfoot. Yeah. It's just, he's there, he's going to sit cross-legged and just look at you while you work all day. Not as much fun. Not as, not as calm. Not as good as uh, the other stuff. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we had our newest uh, magnet uh, art piece thing, uh, Bad Hair Day. Oh, right. Yes. With, uh, and, you know, we have baby face where you can put hair in a baby. Yep. Uh <laughs> Hairless Hugo, where you put it on a on a hairless cat. Yep, naked Bigfoot. And then naked Bigfoot, where you put the hair on the Bigfoot. And, and Bad Hair Day is a human person. Mm-hmm. And it just, well, one, we were going to just do uh, a hairstyle one, but using that little magnetic wand, you're not going to get a good hairstyle. <laughs> and then we thought, we just spent a whole year with no one being able to go to a hairdresser. Right. So everybody's used to a Bad Hair Day. Yes, so it's just like put a put a, a Bigfoot bandana over it and go to your Zoom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of the thought. That's right. <laughs> but uh, we got that one in. Yeah. Um, we worked for a long time uh, on our new uh, game, How Did the Chicken Cross the Road, which is kind of a card game where you like try and build a pathway mm-hmm. from uh, your house to the Archie McPhee store. <laughs> it's like salmon swimming upstream back home. When that happens, your competitors are trying to build roads across your garden path, and you have to figure out how to get across these massive super freeways. Uh, using things like, you know, transporters, magic spells, pterodactyls, catapults, lots of stuff mm-hmm. like that, um, which is all uh, cards that you draw as you're building your path. It's it's a fun game. The art is hilarious. Pretty much everyone that took it home that has kids said their kids laughed out loud at least <laughs> one at, le- at at least one of the drawings right. in the in the set. And so. we don't come out with games very often. So it's kind of a big deal when we do. Yeah, they're they're work intensive. They really are. And I don't think anybody would really realize how how many times you have to phys- have to play the game to notice all the changes that you know might have yeah. to be made or all the things that go wrong with it and it's pretty surprising and the what temp- all goes into it. The temptation is to make the game shorter because you've played it like 9,000 <laughs> times by the time it comes out. Right. And you're like, people are going to love this. It takes 45 <laughs> seconds to play. But no, we didn't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, this one is this one is a fun game, though. I, re- I do like this one. And I like the art on it, too. And it's nice and compact. It folds up nicely into a, a not a very big box. Yeah. So very easy to ship and very easy to store in your house and all Yeah, that. it's like one of our, the size of one of our little cigar boxy mm-hmm. kind of things almost. Yep. Very cool. Our new racing item for the year was uh, racing blobfish, which I know you yes, love, Shauna. I love them. I love them. And so they're a little blobfish with their little frown, their little, <laughs> their little sort of sour face, which is adorable because, you know, I love grumps. Yeah. And um, so 
I'm the oxalotl to the blobfish. Like I'm a, I'm cheerful and I love grumps. So um, what are there? Four different colors, right? One, two, three, four. And um, they they are pullbacks and they race each other and they do <laughs> they just slide along along with their weird little faces. They have weird little faces <laughs> they do, too. They really do. Yeah, they're probably the funniest of our racing. They're things. so funny. Although the racing babies conceptually are funny. Yeah. But the racing the blobfish. The racing babies are conceptually funny, but to me, the blobfish beat them out with just. It's so funny. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, and one of the jokes that we put on the display box is um, them on like a little um, standee saying first, second, and third place, and uh, even the first place. Blobfish still has that frown. So we were like, yeah, they're enjoying themselves, but they're still miserable. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I even actually the, didn't notice that before. Yeah, even the winner's miserable That's so funny. in Bob fl- oh, Blobfish Bobby. world. Yeah. Oh, and then and then um, no, there's another Nadia nod, Blob Ross for Halloween. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was a great. Uh, Shame. Oh. I think that might be the best Halloween costume uh, at the store this year, for it sure. It was amazing. She made a blobfish face. And at the store, we're, you know, we're wearing masks every day, of course, still. And so with the public, so she made her ma- her her cloth mask. She painted it like a blobfish. And Which then added so a top part. So her face was a blobfish, but she was Bob Ross the painter. So she had her little curly hair and her beard. Oh, I I just couldn't get enough of that. That was amazing. It was good. It was a really good one. And uh, yeah. And what was her, her uh, paint palette too? Her paint palette. So she made a, a wooden paint palette and each blob of paint was a blobfish, you people. Which is insane. <laughs> That's details. That's details for yeah. you. You know, um, this is the Nadia appreciation episode. <laughs> it is. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little um, equal shout out to Scott King because you know Scott King loves his worlds. Yes, he does. And we like to imagine <laughs> like whole worlds when we do individual products. Yes. So that they have a context. And one of them, the products he did this year was the kitty playing cards. Yes. And one detail in the playing cards that I love is. Uh, well, each each of the face cards is a different cat, and each suit is a different. I don't know if you call them cat breeds, but a different kind of cat. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not like dogs, where there's an official, right? <laughs> you know, recognized breed, but different kinds of cats are each for each suit. Um, but Scott was like, "Well, the Jokers are going to be dogs because in cat worlds, dogs are the fool." <laughs> So, Scott King. So, <laughs> if you on the Joker cards for the kitty playing cards, there's the the beagle with his so funny <laughs> with his uh, or yeah. So that's that was hilarious too. And those have had a great response. Really, I good. love that bright pink color that's on them. Yeah, you know we we covered one of the the ornaments, but we didn't cover the other ornaments. Okay, so um, okay, I see what I'm looking at right now is the. This one was new for us, which was the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde ornament in one ornament. It was Dr. Jekyll. It's Dr. Jekyll on one side, and you spin the glass ornament, and it's Mr. Hyde, evil old Mr. Hyde with his glitter eyebrows on the other side. This was a this was a really, um, I think this was a triumph. 
It's we, a triumph. And, and it was it was one we did not predict would be a triumph. Yeah. I we thought this was sort of something we would like. And we actually didn't think it would be the best seller. We weren't sure. But last year we had those monster um, ornaments and we know a lot of people do Halloween trees um, now. And so we thought, well what else could we do? And so we came up with this and it is super cool and it and people are responding well to it, which I'm I'm Makes me have more faith in humanity, honestly. I know it's a well. It's just high concept because it's since yeah. it's two sided and you kind of choose which which face you want. Uh, it it definitely people have to think about ornaments, and I think most people just want to buy it and never think about <laughs> right. it again. So the an ornament that requires thought. Yeah. No one wanted to fool Well, and you that. said it's kind of a mood ornament. It's true. You could, show your, you could show your different moods with it. So. Yeah, you just I flip like it that. around depending on which, which mood you are. And hopefully on Christmas morning, you're Dr. Jekyll. <laughs> <laughs> it would be bad to be Mr. Hyde on Christmas morning. Yeah. Although Mr. Hyde seems to, you know, be pretty happy. <laughs> he's just... He's just evil. He's just evil. <laughs> All right. And then speaking of that, I just have to have a shout out for Jan, who... Oh, our, my gosh. So our office yeah. um, Halloween costume contest, Jan built a paper mache version of this ornament. So she put an actual head over her own head that spun. One side was Dr. Jekyll and one side was Mr. Hyde. It was fantastic. So that go, was Jan, crazy. go. That was crazy, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another ornament we got, uh, it's another meditating Bigfoot, the enlightened Bigfoot ornament, <laughs> which uh, also just kind of restful, uh, glitter forward, I would <laughs> yeah. say. And uh, we redid Santar to be more San- Santar anatomically correct. And a little bit smaller because it was a little too big for a tree. He was a bulky or- it was yeah. a bulky ornament and um, his his chest particularly was malformed. although they when they sent them to us, they did chest. something we didn't ask, which is they they took like a brush and accentuated his pecs. Right? Is that a good way to say it? Yes, it is. <laughs> they accentuated his pecs, and we got a complaint about his ex- accentuated pecs. Oh, I hadn't heard about that. Yeah. Somebody was like, that's not what the picture in your website oh. looks like. <laughs> oh, and I'm goodness. like, man, I think it's better than what's shown on our website. Wow. <laughs> I mean, people really love complaining, I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, here I am complaining about the but, strawberry scent on the werewolf. So, well, but you're just disappointed because you have high expectations and hopes. Because I know what the intention was. Yeah, but it's still really good. Well, and I thought we could end on. Uh, oh, we have two things left. Mm-hmm. I see, yeah. is there more? Did There's, I missing one? I see one thing, which is the, the sequel to the Office Possum. Yep. Which raccoon is, Buddy. Baby Raccoon Buddy. Baby Raccoon Buddy, <laughs> um, which, much like the office possum, is great for posing uh, in various locations. You could put it in a trash can to surprise a loved one, <laughs> as you do. You um, love surprising loved ones. I do. Um, and it's kind of, uh, if it had the little jacket on, I would say it's an emotional support raccoon as well. It does have a really um sensitive look in its eyes it looks it's got very beady eyes but it looks like it cares yeah it's it's like it's inviting you to talk about your problems yeah (laughs) it's like go on 
well, centaurs' packs are too defined. <laughs> and he's like, uh-huh. <laughs> Poor guy. He's, um, but I, I, I like him as much as the office possum, and I like the office possum a lot. Yeah. So I'm, I, I think the baby raccoon buddy, is, well, I don't know. Don't say it. <laughs> You're not, not choosing between them. <laughs> no, I can't choose between them. I can't. I'm not going to do it. Mm-mm. I do like the pictures of Steve with the office possum better. Okay, the pictures. But in yeah. real life. I like, huh? the, I like the little raccoon, baby raccoon buddy. So, I don't That's know. That's pretty good. But for the last item, yes, this is the item where we've pushed forward novelty technology a little oh, bit. Oh, yes, because um, because obviously there's the squawking uh, rubber chicken, yes, which, which we, we heard sell, earlier, which we heard earlier, and you know the emotional support chicken is one of those, and we thought our chicken's the only funny bird. <laughs> That's the open question. That's the open question. Hmm. And I would say the well, answer is no. No, but we but but we've all, we've looked at other birds like you know like crows and crows aren't really a funny bird, right? No, crows are an important and well, beautiful bird. They're funny when you get to know them. <laughs> it's a personality based thing. <laughs> Individuals are funny. Individuals are funny. It's not generically they're not funny like chickens, which are just funny. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> with pigeons, uh, pigeons, the pigeons are funny, and uh, so we thought, well, what if we make a pigeon with the same kind of shocked look in its face uh-huh. as the chicken? And here, and this is the sound of it. It's very loud. I think it's pretty funny. It hasn't uh, exploded the novelty world yet, and so we'll see if people, if the squawking pigeon. Catches on as much as the squawking chicken did. Right. Do people get it? I don't know. Yeah. It's a pretty universal thing that pigeons are irritating, but are they funny? Right. That's a good question. I think it's very beautifully done. It is very very beautifully done. So um, I really like it. I think pigeons are funny. I think pigeons are funny as well um, as a group. Yes, not just individuals. No. <laughs> In fact, indivi- some of the individual pet pigeons aren't funny at all. No. But as a group, they're hilarious. The carrot top of pigeons <laughs> lives just outside this oh, building. Oh, dang. What? Oh, boy. Carrot top. Carrot top's going to come after you. <laughs> With his muscles. His I, well-defined packs. You know. What a what a year's worth of product, Sean. I know. This is a lot of stuff. I mean, seeing it piled up, we're, we can barely like get at all of it because it's such a huge pile of stuff. I left something out. Uh-oh, I see something. I see a few things we left out. Oh, really? Well, candy. Oh, yeah. It's kind of a different type of thing. Oh, all right. Okay, Bigfoot Nodder. <laughs> it's a nodding Bigfoot with his little arms sassy and crossed. Yep. Big feet, of course. And he goes in, he goes in your car and nods. He has a satisfied smile like he just saw Telly Savalas. <laughs> That's what I look like. It's exactly what I looked like after I saw Telly Savalas. And this is a kind of a different Bigfoot for us because he's not not quite the the more realistic Bigfoot at most of us. He's a little cartoonier. And he's looking straight ahead. He's not got his side thing. Yeah, but um, he's adorable. He's little, very adorable. Little sassy sca- Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Sasquatch. Yeah. And two two new candies. Mm-hmm. 
Um, these are both based on former candy cane flavor. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Candy cane flavors. Mm-hmm. Uh, ketchup candy and pho candy. Yeah. Pho candy also. Some people call pho candy. Um, uh, several people here actually really like that flavor and they eat the candy, not just as a novel thing to try. It's not bad candy. It's pretty I would good say candy. I, I think the pho candy is the is the best candy that we've ever made in terms of flavor that wasn't just a generic, like, mint. Right. It's a, it's a good flavor. Yeah. And coming soon. Yes. Like, Hopefully. De- long delayed by so, no choice of ours. You guys, so delayed. So delayed are the candy canes, mm-hmm. which um, I think they were due in in July. <laughs> and... Uh, so we're getting near Thanksgiving now. We're getting near Thanksgiving, and they're due soon. And this year it was hot dog candy canes. Yes, which is very exciting. Sardine candy canes. Which is very weird. And sour cream and onion candy canes. And I'm mixed on that one because I don't like onions, but I like Funyuns. So Do, I don't know where, where does it I fall s- in that spectrum. I can't decide where it falls for me. I, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's a weird, it's weird flavor. And it's odd to have the sour cream and onion with the sweet. Yeah. So it's Vidalia onions, mm-hmm. not uh, regular onions. But right. they're, um, I would say out of the three, I would probably say that the hot dog is my favorite of the three. The th- it's your favorite flavor or favorite concept? Flavor of yeah. the three. And yeah. I think, well, sardine is kind of my favorite concept. Yes. Just because I think it's it's funny. Yeah. Uh and it was shockingly, I was looking at this, the pre-sales for it, and it looks like the uh, sour cream and onion, somebody really thought that was funny and uh, wholesale, because a ton of those have sold. The hot dogs um, are selling well. Yes. Yeah, the sardines, not as much. Yeah, we know the sardine, and we knew that. We knew yeah. the sardine would be the odd, odd one out, because... Um, we we kind of always bring in one that's a little bit weirder than the others, like because <laughs> hot dog and sour cream and onion are so mainstream. <laughs> oh, who came up with that carrot top? <laughs> yeah, but my, I think the sardine was come, came up with by Telly Savalas. Yeah, Telly Savalas. It's a yeah, and the the hot dog candy cane uh, also has a great personified hot dog salivating uh, at how delicious he is, <laughs> which you have to like that. Yeah, the packaging is really good, always. always I love I, the candy cane packaging. Yeah, we were, we were working on next year's candy canes now, mm-hmm. and uh, there's some corkers. That's all I can say is, <laughs> totally. like, I'll probably have forgotten everything about it by this time next year. I'll yeah. be like, ah, wait until you see next year's. But <laughs> right. right now they're... Hilarious. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm excited for everyone to see mm-hmm. him. I hope everyone is patient with those candy cane flavors and actually buys them, even though it's so cr- going to be so close to Christmas by the time they come in. It'll still be worth it because people, if you try it and then have your friend try it also, it's it's a f- hilarious experience. Usually, usually we set um, Thanksgiving. We try and make sure we have enough stock to have on candy canes that they will still be in stock on thanksgiving (laughs) and we don't even have any in stock on thanksgiving this year so far it could be in any any minute they're coming they're coming in they're coming still in time for the christmas stockings yeah some somebody somewhere is being deprived of hot dog candy canes (laughs) it's a real shame (laughs) (laughs) that's the saddest thing i've ever heard (laughs) that's life for you baby um (laughs) 
<laughs> all right. Well, um, I think that's everything. Do we hit it all? I think so. All right. Well, I hope everyone is doing well. Um, thank you to everyone who has uh, contacted us uh, about the podcast over the last year. We've had a few uh, nice comments from people saying they missed the podcast, and uh, that's always good to hear. Um, we Our best to Scott Heffernan um, in his future endeavors. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and uh, do we have? Do you have anything else to add, Sean? No, just uh, you know, everything's available at our website and uh, all that. Well, good. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, thank for listening. You. Bye. Bye. For more information about Archie McPhee and the products we sell, you can go to McPhee.com. That's M-C-P-H-E-E. Dot com. Welcome to Let's Talk More Monkey, the Archie McPhee podcast. I'm David Wall, the director of Awesome here at Archie McPhee, and today I'll be joined by Shauna Danger, the high priestess of rubber chickens, and Scott Heff, creator of Kitsch, to talk about haunted tea kettles. For more information about Archie McPhee and the products we sell, you can go to mcphee.com. That's M-C-P-H-E-E dot com.